Hello, good afternoon, and good evening. Welcome to Ongaku to You, the podcast where three friends come together and break down what's new in the Japanese music industry. This is the podcast for the week of November 15th, 2019. I'm your host, Ken, and with me we have Gray. What's happening, dudes? And Luna. Hello, everyone. Thank God we're finally all three back together. <laughs> <laughs> I know. My pod is back. Yeah. Not that I don't mind the Dos Compadres episodes, but it, it feels like something's lacking when we don't have that third person there. Yeah, that, that, that's very true. Like, like the whole three-person dynamic works really, really well. Plus, so. pretty much our catchphrase doesn't really make any sense if only two people show up. <laughs> no, that's very true, too. But yeah, how have you been? It's uh, been a while for you, Gray. So tell us what yeah. you've been listening to. I actually haven't had too much of a chance to indulge a whole lot in music. Actually... Today was kind of refreshing because today was like really the first time all week I've had an opportunity to actually sit down and listen to anything. And I really, really liked, you know, this week's Oricon I felt was really, really strong. And I really liked Music Corner that I listened to. And we'll, we'll talk more about that later. But um, unfortunately, I haven't been listening to anything of any of my usuals, even though there are a couple of things like I really want to get back into listening to, like LOL and Mad Kid, uh, is specifically LOL because they announced their new album, which we will talk about next week. But uh, I, I want to get back into listening to LOL, and uh, I'm really hyped for uh, The Call, which has its physical release this Wednesday. I already have mine pre ordered. I can't wait. I'm hyped and excited. But I'm hanging in there. How are you guys doing? Um, doing good. Just busy week. Been haven't been listening to as much. Kind of like last week, mainly in the car. And today, you know, listen to the Oricon, checking out some things on YouTube. But in the car, it it was of course some swag. To, uh, Tomomi Tomochin's album Swag, which is fan freaking tastic, addicting. I'm still caught caught into it. However, I did finally put in Traveler by Official Higedondism. Started listening to that on Wednesday. I still am not quite sure what to think of the album. My first listen, I of course really enjoyed the main three songs that had been in Oricon. And some of the other songs didn't stand out as much as those three However, after re-listening to, you know, the last couple days, the whole album has really grown on me. And there are some standout songs on there. I, uh, and since I'm in the car, I can't always, you know, tell you titles. But Fireground really stood out to me. Also, uh, Binteji stood out to me. Uh, Rowan was very interesting because I didn't care for it at first, but then re-listening to it, I really, really enjoyed it. But I will say the whole album is very good. They do put in a lot of different sounds in there, and I really do like that, as I feel like each track does have something unique to it. So, those are the main two things I was listening to, and I was watching some of Crazy Boys videos on YouTube <laughs> as Donna came out, and I freaking love Donna. Drip, drip, drip. And uh, the song he did with Jessica is also really good. But that's pretty much my listens to mainly for this week. What about you, Ken? 
crazy boy. Sorry, I have to put that in before I, I continue on. I've been listening you gotta to... Gotta get it out of your system. I gotta get it out of my system as soon as I hear that name. <laughs> um, but nothing too much... Actually, I've been... I shouldn't say that. I lied. I've been listening to a various amount of things. So Death Stranding came out, and that is the game done by the lovely Hideo Kojima, who just takes all my money. But he uses a lot of English tracks, or American-style tracks in his songs. But one of the two Japanese artists that he has in that game is Gen Hoshino. And Pop Virus is in in that game. So I've been listening to a lot of Gen Hoshino lately. So I listened to Pop Virus, Doraemon also... I also been listening to a lot of Tofu Beats. If you guys don't know him, they do like trap and really interesting instrumentals. They actually did a song with Bonnie Pink a while back. I know who they are because I love Bonnie Pink. Yep. So besides that, I've been also listening to Shomar. We'll get more on them in a little bit. Actually, if you are interested, Gray, they just released the trailer for now. And if you don't know what now is, it's the song collab that they did with Syrup. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that. Okay, cool. I'll have to check that out. It is weird as hell, though. So just be... <laughs> Even I was well, just... I'm, I'm not surprised. I, I was... No, I but mean... sh- the thing is with Shomar, they don't do... They only do, like, artistic stuff. That it, It's super out there, <laughs> this one. Well, I... Yeah, but Syrup is fairly artistic so when with Showmore teaming up with syrup that would make sense that they would have like a fairly out there video mm. but besides that i've been listening to that and uh i also did a little of syrup stuff but not too much but yeah and of course my juicy playlist listen to that akb Good old AKB that just just bombs now and sucks. I don't know why. <laughs> but who knows? Yep. With that, let's continue on to the news here. Yes, and I think I've got the first article this week, so I will go ahead and get started. Rock band bandmate have officially announced that they are going to be dropping a brand new album titled Conqueror on December 11th. So it's right around the corner. It's going to be a fairly long track. It's going to have a total of 15 songs. It's going to be coming in three editions. And you and we have their song Endless Story on the site. So if you want to get like a little preview sample of what's going to be on the album, you can check that out. And we also have pre-order links on the site. So if you are interested, you can definitely pre-order it. The I will say the album art looks pretty cool with the girls' heads turning into flowers. I do. I really like the album artwork, and I'm really liking Band Made. I'm so tempted to pick this one up. Oh, it's right around the corner. So if you got it today, it it would be out before you realized it, because December 11th is less than a month away now. But yeah, with that continuing on up, it is the lovely, lovely Seiyu Nanakasua announced that she would also be making her solo debut. Just another day for these aquas that are just standing out on their own. Yep. She'll be deba- uh, debuting on April 2020, and not much is known about her, the album, except that she'll be signed to Universal Music Japan, and we'll update you guys as more info is available. She's more commonly known as Kana Matsuura in the lovely Love Lives Sunshine thing. Moving on to the next article. This one's actually a little near and dear to my heart because this is a mashup I... I don't think I would have ever guessed 
would uh, would happen and so i'm genuinely happy that it is happening because if you don't know anything about me like i really grew up listening like 70s and 80s music so there, there's a soft spot in my heart for that decade and and that style of music and i love earth wind and fire and i think they're a great band and I love Little Glee Monster, so wouldn't you guess that those two team up and they have a brand new song titled I Feel the Light. And they actually do have it already out as a preview. And with everything going on in my life, I have not had a chance to check this out, unfortunately. But you can check it out. It is on the site, and I'm really excited to dig into this. I think it's going to be awesome. The physical single is going to be coming out on December 11th. So you can go ahead and own this physically. It's going to be released in two editions on a standard and a limited edition. So yeah, go ahead, check it out. I, like I said, I haven't had a chance to check it out myself, but as soon as I can, I'm, I'm definitely going to be checking this out because I love Earth, Wind & Fire. I love Little Glee Monster. I think the Little Glee Monster's vocal style really will mash well with Earth, Wind & Fire because I've always said they're like the girl version of the Jackson 5, just Japanese. I've always said that and that's the same time period. So I think this is a really good matchup and I'm eager to hear how this is going to sound. Yeah, honestly, uh, it's very interesting. I saw the preview for it. It's an interesting mashup to say the least. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I can imagine it being a little different than normal. Yeah, yeah. But with that, continuing on up to another vocalist that we kind of all still like, it is the lovely Sayaka Yamamoto has released a preview for her upcoming single Suioku no Hikari on Universal Music Japan's official YouTube channel. Set to release on November 20th, this will be her third solo single since leaving NMB48 and will be produced by legendary composer Takeshi Kobayashi. What's interesting about this, it is a more ballad and vocal-focused composition compared to her previous, which are more rock-infused. So, I'm looking forward to this. You can read more info along with the pre-order links and the previewing question on the site. Yep, check out the preview. It is amazing. I was, I was going to ask, I haven't had a chance to check this out, but... I, I was eager to hear how the preview was because I, I know we were all kind of light last lackluster on her second song. No, it's her, her first. It's her best song. Honestly, I had wished that she started with this track and then eased into the image that she already portrayed back in NMB. Oh, gotcha. Gotcha. Okay. It's her best. It's her best track by far. Okay, cool. I'll have to check this out. And continuing on to other things that we like, it is the lovely Indie Corner music alum, Narcotaki, announced that they will be making their major label debut album, Zoo, on January 29th. They'll be signing with Sony, which happened back in September, and we've been actually highly anticipating the more info, pretty much, about what this release is going to be. It'll include hit tracks as Yuake Togombini, and Boke Natsuna Uta, and we'll have 11 tracks total. What's interesting enough, it'll release with two editions, which is kind of different compared to what they usually have, which is only one. So I guess Sony is sinking a little bit more money into them. So It's that Sony magic. It's that Sony magic. So I can't wait. <laughs> I can't wait to see more info about this. But you can check out the track listing and the pre-order links on the site as well. Yep. 
very excited or getting my copy pre-ordered ASAP because I love Nekai Talkie and I'm supporting their debut. Major labor debut, I mean. All right, moving on to the next article. Rock band Sumika have revealed they're going to be dropping their brand new double A-side single on December 11th titled Nagai and Higher Ground. And Higher Ground is being used for the upcoming My Hero Academia movie, Rising Heroes. Heroes Rising, sorry, I had that backwards. Which is set to debut in theaters on December 20th. Uh, This is going to be released in three editions total. A standard, limited, and a limited edition with illustrations from the anime. So you can check it out on the site. We do have pre-orders up. I did look for a preview. for. I was trying to find a preview for the song because I... I would think that you would be able to find a preview for it on YouTube, but I did not have much luck. So, unfortunately, there is no preview of at least Higher Grounds, but if you are ex- a big fan of Sumika and or you're excited for the new My Hero Academia movie, you can check out the article on our site where you can find out more info. All right, so next up is Miwa is bringing in the holidays with a brand new single. I am super excited about this. The single will be entitled Storyteller slash Teenage Dream. It is a double A-side. comes out on December 25th, Christmas. And Teenage Dream is being used as the intro theme to the popular anime Boruto. You can check out uh, the pre-order links to Teenage Storyteller Teenage Dream. Three edition, CD plus DVD, CD only, and a CD... Li- limited pressing edition as well also check out Miwa's latest single reboot that came out in august you know i'm really excited for this because Miwa's she's kind of a guilty pleasure so to speak so i'm oh i love her and i am pre-ordering this very looking for this so i am so excited i freaking love her and if you get the first press edition it comes with a necklace i want that Okay, continuing on up, it is the lovely former member of Kanjani 8, Ryo Nishikudo, divulged more information about his upcoming solo album, Nomad. Dropping December 11th, Nomad will be his first release ever since departing from Kanjani 8 back in September. And it'll be a tonally different style from his Johnny's works, so I'm really looking forward to that. Honestly, he started doing these... uh, live house tours as of late and everyone's saying it's really really good i've been hearing clamorings about it so i'm looking nice. forward to this album very very much so yeah. and what's very interesting is all the tracks are written composed and produced by nishikata himself so it's very very interesting it'll release with three editions and you can check out more information about that on the site all right next one is Japanese R&B reggae vocalist and songwriter Kira shows us the perfect love with new digital single and more. By me, by what I mean by and more is she actually, she also has two special events coming up along with that new digital single, Perfect Love. Perfect Love, you can pick up on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, and Amazon Music. You can check out the music video for it on our site as well. Also, her and more is she has something called the Diva documentary to Rebirth of Kira DVD signing, which will take place on November 17th. You can check out the time and the place on our website. 
She will also be hosting her Rebirth Premium One Man Live on December 25th at Umeda Club Quattro. And you can find about the opening, the event, and the ticket prices on our website as well, along with the flyer for that concert too. I wish if I could see this, I am super jealous. I would love to see and meet her and get something autographed. And Kira, if you're listening, please, please, please make some of your DVDs available on other sites <laughs> so I can buy them in the U.S. I have all your releases that are available so far. Just so you know. We'll, we'll make sure to uh, tag her, her company when we make this. <laughs> I hope so, because I have her first live DVD listener killer, and I know she has one for Naked. And I would mm. love to have that and see it live because she is amazing. I am such a big fan of her. I cannot wait to see what more she's going to do. With that, continuing on with the Music Corner Fair here is the alumni Showmore announced that they will be releasing a brand new album titled Too Close to Home on December 18th and will be their latest album since, uh, since overnight back in 2018. This will release with 10 tracks total and will release with you guess it now, which will have syrup also in the front there, and previously digital released one millimeter. It'll release with a CDO to standard edition. And what's interesting is syrup's not going to be the only guest appearance on this. Also, Lucky Tapes will be on there, and Mori Zentaro. If you guys don't know who Mori Zentaro is, he is a lovely com- composer that works with a lot of these like indie people. He works with syrup. He's working with. Saika Yamamoto with her the B-side on that track with Syrup for that upcoming single, by the way. So, Oh, nice. So it's very, very interesting. But yeah, you can look up all the lovely info on the site and check out the music video for Call My Name Studio Live. It's their Studio Live version. I really like that, by the way. It was really, really good. All right, so... Noritake Kinashi brings his funky best with his first album. He is a Japanese icon and is very famous for his comedy act, Tunnels. So he has announced his first album right on the hype of his latest single, Gigi Stand Up. And the album we called Kinashi Funk The Best, which will hit shelves on December 11th, same day as Conqueror. So... This will include a lot of the songs that was on his debut single, Kinashi Funk, Nori 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 Nori. I'm actually kind of excited about this because I thought Gigi Stand Up was a lot of fun and I'm really curious to see how this will do. It will come in two editions, a CD plus DVD and a CD only. You can pre-order those on our site. Also, check out the video for Gigi Stand Up as well. Yeah, I think... I thought it was going to be just a one-off thing for his single, but gosh darn it, I was very excited for the release of this album. I'll keep a high lookout whenever this comes on sale. I will too. I'm I'm actually looking forward to this because I enjoy Gigi's stand-up a lot, so curious to see how this will do. That's for darn sure. And continuing on up, it is the all-around talent, Shoko Nakagawa, or Shokutan, as she's more lovingly known, announced that she will be releasing a brand new single, or a brand new album, excuse me, RGB True Colors on December 4th. This will be her latest album since Nine Lives back in 2014, and be her fifth album overall. 
she commented saying that on the title for this that since her debut she gone through so many genre shifts that she sneakily coordinated each shift to a color red green and blue so i thought rgb meant something else and i think you know what i mean the woman who's a you know a judge that's the first thing i thought of i'm sorry <laughs> that's a, that that's a lo- that loves a lovely image that i have of shokotan being a judge now. <laughs> well i thought of it because you know she's seen as an inspiration for a lot of women around the world oh yes which yes, is the yes, first thing is. why i thought that and i'm like oh she named an album title after her and then i and then it's not but that was my initial thought you know when i saw the title i just had to put that out there <laughs> the, the album were released with eight tracks across all three editions but it if you buy the limited edition and standard edition it'll include even more tracks so if you're true fans of her you gotta buy the limited edition because it comes with like 16 tracks or something like that it it's insane on how many different editions she's really hamming it up to make that push of sales (laughs) yeah and i'm regretting because i bought the collector edition and not the limited edition. I bought the very expensive edition of this. But, you know, it's it's interesting nonetheless. You can check it out. All the info on our site, along with her latest track, Kazito Ishoni, which was the Pokemon movie soundtrack, which I absolutely love. I totally forgot about this, but when I watched it again, I was like, gosh darn it, I started tearing up. Because it's an amazing track. Mm-hmm. Oh, I totally agree. I love Shokotan. I don't regret spending all that money on that on that pre-order, but mm, hurt a little bit, but I'm excited. All right, next we have Millet takes a walk through nature in her latest music video. Millet, one of our music corner veterans and up-and-coming powerhouse vocalist, showed a spectacular music video to promote her latest EP, Drown slash You and I. Drown premiered on the 31st, and it was actually shot in California, which is pretty cool. And the video, if you check it out on our site, shows her meeting a wolf and going on a journey. It is an absolutely gorgeous video. Please check it out. You can also order that single, or I should say mini album, on our site as well. And I'm excited about her EP as I just got it in the mail this week. I haven't had a chance to open it and listen to it. I am ecstatic though. The packaging was gorgeous. Get your copy and watch this video. Oh yeah, it's it's amazing. I'm very, very, very excited. I love that shot of her and the the wolf, by the way. It's, it's so good. Mm-hmm. But yeah, with that, there's actually a little bit of a breaking news that I kind of need to talk about before we continue on to the music corner here. And that is, they just announced the initial artist lineup for this year's Kohaku. And, you know, I wanted to talk about this for a bit at least. And then I really wanted to talk about the other artists that might show up later on but we'll sit we'll shelve that discussion for another day but as of right now they announced kiss my feet Two, generation from exile tribe official higedondism masaki suda king new hinata zaka 46 florin and lisa 
as the first initial artist list for that. So, how do we kind of feel about this artist list? There are a couple surprising acts on there. First being Lisa. Uh, can you define which Lisa? Anime Lisa or Emblem this is, Lisa? This is, this is Anime Lisa. Okay, just making sure. Because uh, the spelling of the name for Lisa is, um, well, Mflow Lisa does it all caps. Yep. Anime yeah. Lisa has the lowercase i. All right, I just wanted to make sure we're on the same page. It's interesting, nonetheless, to have Lisa on there, Anime Lisa, and I wonder what she's gonna do. I'm either I'm probably gonna go bonkers either way. Prob- I would imagine she's probably gonna do the song that she's. She'd done for Vinland Saga because that that song's super popular in Japan. Last and to my understanding, so is that anime. So I, I would imagine that's the song she's gonna do. But mm, or I, she I might do know. medley. Very oh, she true. Could, yeah. So. I don't know which which official Hige Dondism song we think they're gonna do. <laughs> One of their B-side tracks, you know. I think I'm really, really strong. It's, it's too easy of a mark to go for a pretender. So yeah. one of the B-side tracks. They might do a melody of stuff from their album, too. They they, they could do, like, a small medley of... Because, uh, I mean, Shukume and Yesterday were popular, just not as popular as Pretender. Those if did they're gonna, very well. If they're going to do anything, I think they would just shift from Pretenders to Yesterday or Yesterday to Pretenders. Because yeah. unless they brought on that trumpet guy for Shukume, I don't that that trumpet makes that soul of that song. Yep, I agree. So, oh, one hundred percent. That's one of the 100%. reasons that's one of my favorite songs right now. It's amazing. So I don't think they're gonna bring unless they bring him on. Then which I could, but, which yeah. they could unless they bring him on. I don't think they're gonna be performing Shukume. I think they're gonna be performing Yesterday and Pretenders, obviously. I, I will say, I do think Shukume would be a better life song. What is interesting about this... So, this is the third year in a row that we have something tokusatsu-related in the in the Kohaku. We got three years ago, Daichi. Yeah, we had the Daichi. For Kamen Rider. Singing yes. the first Kamen Rider song on... Ekisai. Yep. Then we had Yellow Buster, who is part of our cores now making her debut, being oh, yeah. the first Sentai Ranger on the Kohaku. And now we have Masaki Suda, who is the first common Rider to be on the Kohaku. An actual common Rider. <laughs> yes. Go, so, Philip. Go, Philip. It's interesting, nonetheless. But I still need to watch Double. But yeah, go I was going to say, you have, no idea, <laughs> you have no idea what's going on. But <laughs> yeah, so, I'm on Deno. Let's see here. King New, I would think they'll do... Uh, I think they're going to do the song that actually blew them up. Hakushitsu, I think. Probably. And then for Hinatazaka 46. So, what song do we think we're going to do for Hinatazaka 46? Probably, yeah. if I was a betting man, I'd say their last single, their that graduation the single. The graduation single, that single was... was really good. Their yeah. graduation single is their best song. I, I, as much as I love Sing Out, I don't see them doing that song. I, I think chart-wise, I, I think that last song, I, just, I don't remember the name. I don't want to butcher it. That's why I'm just referring to it as that graduation song. But I think that was by far their most popular song of the year. 
and I, I like it's seen a lot more traction on the charts. The only thing is, is uh, the the girl that the center of that is no longer with them. So I I don't know. They could they could do sing out, just since the center of that graduation song isn't with the group anymore. She she she's had her goodbye concerts. That was back in October. Well, she so, could just appear. Yeah, and and she could just appear for the Kohaku because it's a it's an honor. Yeah. So. Oh, so, or or we can say f you to Luna here and just put. Yep. I mean, Hinata Zaka forty six. Oh, wait, did you say Hinata Zaka forty six or Nogi Zaka forty six? I said Hinata Zaka. Hinata Zaka. <laughs> oh, oh. Kyun then would would be the song. I'm sorry. I got I got Hinata Zaka forty six mixed up with Nogi Zaka forty six. Uh, it'll be Kyun. I will be. I like the wedding song. I really really do. But I I I would be stupefied if it's not Kyun. <laughs> I I would be it's, absolutely stupefied. Yeah, it's it's like, gonna be Kyun. <laughs> I don't like, mm, mm. Their their last song, their last song, the third single was amazing. It was. So, it you was know, very good. It was really yeah, good. It's a great song. I I don't see I, I just don't see it because Kyun was really popular. Lover hate that song. It was really popular. So. I don't see the other like I like Do Re Mi Fa a lot or uh, Do Re Mi yeah that song I, I like that one a lot but I don't see it being up there and yeah I, I do love the wedding song I think that is by far their best song since the since they rebranded but it, it's definitely I don't see it happening like it was on the charts what what one week and then it's kind of just fallen off. Like, I haven't seen it kind of resurge, so... I mean, it could... It, they could do that one. I think that would be a solid one to do. Definitely be not the one that people expect, but I, I'd just be absolutely stupefied if it's not Kune. Love or hate that song. Like, that song was really popular. And this this is, at the end of the day, a celebration of a popularity contest. So I, I think that they're going to stick with whatever's most popular and just go that route which was cute yeah so it'll be interesting nonetheless here so i'm i'm looking forward to it i'm looking forward to it to the lovely debates we'll have between the whole artist list here when that finally comes out so it's going to be exciting it will be Mm -hmm. it will be so with that let's continue on to the music corner here and this time I took the reins, and we are going to talk about the lovely artist, Lovely Summerchan. She is a singer and songwriter who rose through the music scene back in 2013, and fitting the role of the cute and cool rock and roll gal, audience would see that might uh, that audience will see performing in the lovely streets of Tokyo. Lovely composed tracks that are calming and mysterious, while trying not to reinvent the wheel, so to speak. She brings a breath of fresh air that the genre hasn't really seen since I'm young back in a couple years, and akin to fellow music corner artist Shia Summer, Lovely is has this simple, amazing vocal range that cannot just be defined by one track. All of her songs, which she wrote and composed herself, she has these lovely, like, smooth like brother r&b style tracks which is her track 202 
or she can shift to a bubbly pop style, which listeners can't get out of their head with her track, Watashi no Sikina Mono, or a more emotional vocal style with Anato wa Tabako Watashi no Suibon. She shows that she is no one-trick pony, literally. She had dropped three albums total, Bedroom no Yume, and Hashtag Lovely Music, back from her indie days, and LSC on her major label, Victor Entertainment. She also released one physical single, Ningen no Touche, back in 2017, and one digital single, Millennium slash You Still Have the Heart of a Young Boy, which is currently available on Apple Music and Spotify. Lovely's momentum isn't stopping anytime soon, as she has found major success with musical involvement with beverage company Yake Soy Milk commercial, the Kyushun Seiyutsu Watanabe Mayu back in 2018, and the web drama Wednesday Girlfriend Tsuyoku no Toshokan from the computer company Fujitsu this past year. So, one of the things that I just love is, like I said before, she is no one-trick pony. All of her styles totally change on a whim. She does keep some consistencies here and there, but she has this lovely vocal style that I just can't get out of my head ever since I I heard of her. I only heard of her once, and I was like, yes, this is going to be Music Corner. I already knew. But I'm very, very excited to see how you kind of like this, Gray. Because I had some qualms, usually. It's usually 50-50 on whether you like them or or not, for my artist specifically. <laughs> it's about a 50-50 shot, right? <laughs> now, usually you do good. I will say you, tip, you tend to pick artists that I don't listen to. So I'm like, oh, okay, this is something different and interesting. And I actually had a really interesting weave like it was certainly a artist i did not love the first instance i heard her i i listened to her second album which i'm blanking on what it's called at the moment but yeah some yeah yeah lsc which came out in 2016 and i was like i was kind of iffy on her for a while and it took actually a few songs for me to kind of warm up to her a little bit. I I will say the second song on that album, Part-Time Robot, does sound very similar to Joan Jett's I Love Rock and Roll. Like that like that guitar riff is almost the same. So I was like, it's interesting. She definitely switches it up a little bit and it wasn't until I heard her song Watashi no Uta, I think it finally really started clicking for me because I, I was kind of going through like this depressive moment uh and that song came on and uh, that about brought me to tears it's such a it's a lovely beautiful song and very very emotional and then it she follows it up with a very upbeat song which i which i really loved and i felt like the way she actually has that tra- that album laid out is a little odd because it, it it doesn't flow well it's just just the the way that it goes from like slow ballad to upbeat number just felt weird to me but, um, yeah, it, it, I did want, really grow to like her. I, it, she definitely has a nice voice, nice soft vocal tones that she uses as she sings. And she, def, she definitely has like that Aimeon, I would almost argue Miwa-ish style in a way. And 
you know that that is it, it's a it's some a lot of times with that that like girl with a guitar style it, it can be very hit and miss with me especially like if you like i know like miwa's been very hit and miss like there's some songs that miwa does i love and then there's some songs that she does i'm not really into as much so i i think that style can be more hit and miss with me personally but i did really grow to like her and she definitely does have a much different vocal style from the from the other two that i just mentioned i think she's radically different in that regard so if you do like the whole girl with the guitar stick she's definitely somebody to check out because she's she's doing her own thing and she is very confident she's she can easily keep up with those two it's actually a shame she's not nearly as popular as the other two because i think she's got the talent and definitely the vocal work to do so. So we'll see what happens, but I did really enjoy her. I thought she was very lovely, as her name implies. What about you, Luna? Um, so I really enjoyed her. And like Grace said, Watashi no Uta was an absolutely beautiful song. And Uma no Me... Sympathy? Yes. Uma, Uma no Me Sympathy? Uma no Me Sympathy was amazing. I loved yeah, that Yeah, that song was... That's probably actually my favorite song that I heard on that album was that song. Like, that song was It was fantastic. really, really good. And I also yeah. love 202. I thought that was a really nice R&B, you know, mellow song that really did stick out on the album. Um, I also thought Part-Time Robot was really fun. And uh, Suki, Suki Namono, because... Or Watashi no Suki Namono, because she... It was interesting on that song. I did not expect it. It was a really fun and catchy song. It was very poppy, and I didn't know what to think of it at first. I'm like, she's just talking about all the food she likes. I like this, because right now I like that same food, and I want some of that. So, and I thought Anato wa Tabako Watashi wa Shabon was also really good. Um, but her whole LSC album was fantastic and you can also listen to trailers of it on youtube by the way so highly recommend checking out her channel and she, her videos are also very unique she has some really interesting music videos too she definitely showcases her artistic style and a lot of them not only in her music but in her videos and is a good way of expressing herself um, a bedroom no you was also a really fun song. I really like that song a lot. So good, she, good, good. So I <laughs> I feel like she reminded me a little bit of she is summer. I think it was her voice, but then also like a mixture of you know like you guys said as well is um, I'm young and she is summer and just you know like a fun mixture of different artists and I. But at the same time, she sticks out because she has a unique style and sound as well. Yes, yes, yes. That is for darn sure. And, you know, I hope that that link to Victor will help her boost her just a little bit more than she has been. Though I do like her commercial work because, you know, she's not just a singer. She's like an all-around music composer. So she, she, it's like the same with Syrup. He, he hasn't really released stuff recently. But he's collabed with a lot of artists, and their compositions that they do with Syrup is amazing. So it's interesting to see that from that point of view that she's she's taking a more producing role a lot lately. And I think like the digital single that she just released was the only thing she released this year. So 
but I am so high on her. I really, I, I fell in love with this artist as soon as I heard her, just randomly, <laughs> as usually it does. But yeah, you can check out her official site, her Instagram and Twitter on our site, and also the lovely song 202 on the site also. But yeah. What thank you, got? Ken. Thank yes, you so yes. much for the opportunity to checking her out. Yes, yes thank yes, you. Yes. And that's what this does, you know, because we want to check out all the lovely artists that we don't usually kind of sit down and get the chance to, and we might miss because we only pay attention to, like, the Archon for the most part, yeah? Yeah, I agree. Yep. So. With that, let's continue on to the Orcon, And, you know... I'm going to go out and say it that this was probably one of the strongest weeks that we kind of actually had consistency wise, all except yeah. number nine. <laughs> oh, God. And you'll know yeah. why in a second. There is a specific reason. The song was fine, but there is one specific reason why that song ticks me off, and we'll get to it in a sec. But really, I off, found that song to be hot trash. The, the vocal, in, we'll, we'll go into it. We'll go into it. Yeah, we'll get there. <laughs> we'll go into it. So, first off, it is number 10 with Sharada Nagara by Pradia. So, they are the sister group of Pespo. So, it's interesting to say the least because we had a lot of trouble getting this song. <laughs> yeah, we yeah, did. You'd it think it would be this trouble to find. Yeah, we we had a real difficulty trying to track down this little little bugger. We wound up having to listen to it off the Oricon yeah, site. So, but you know, it's ironic because this is being used for Jam TV, which is pretty much a music a music uh, television show. So you would think yeah, that, that the song uh, would be much more easily produced, readily and available. Able to find. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. But this does sound like something that you would want to hear first thing in the evening or first thing in the morning because it has some hot tunes. <laughs> it's definitely very like EDM uh, high high beat sort of thing that has gone on. Definitely a good wake up song. Yeah. Yeah. But what really caught me off guard is the B-side song, My Story, which was phenomenal vocally. Yeah, vocally I agree. Heavy. My Story was so freaking good. Hearing that preview, oh my god, it's better than the actual main song. Yeah, so I was very, very excited to listen to that. So, But regardless, Shadada Nagera sold a lovely 12,775 points. And going on up is of God. Uh, Idol Master, Cinderella <laughs> Go, Starlight Master, Collaboration, uh, Mujo Kashitoru. And so... If it got rid of the la-la-las, the hey-yays, all the extra background noise in the back with the vocalist, this song was... It, I wouldn't go out and buy it, but I wouldn't be so mad when I listen to this. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, for me, even just like the, the beat of the music and just like the melody, I felt was really overbearing. Like, like, they were trying really hard to do an upbeat number, and it just did not work for me. I genuinely hated this song. I mean, I thought like, it was okay. It definitely wasn't my favorite, but it was tolerable for an Idol Master song. Like, I wouldn't go buy it. 
However, I wouldn't really turn it off either. Yeah. Um, like, if, if they had all those ya la la yay 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 things, I would rip off my radio and just <laughs> jump out. <laughs> yeah, no. I, I genuinely just despised everything about this song. I thought it was just bad. Regardless, it's so they lovely 12,916 points. And going on up it is Umato Shika by Yonezu Kenshi. Yep. Can't say much more about this. I'm not surprised he wasn't on the uh, initial list there. I, I will say that this song is dropping a lot faster than I expected. But to, you... to see it below Pretender, I, I find to be mildly surprising. No, but it goes up and down. It's yeah, so it goes up and down. So it's it's not so much that it's oh it's on number eight doing gloom. No, it just goes down uh. and it goes up. Like last time uh, no, we I mean, see it's, it, it's been, it's been on it's been on the chart for two months now. So I'm, I'm, there's no doom and gloom about it. It's just like oh, so. this is interesting. Oh no, Pretender's been single-handedly being it like for the last couple weeks. So yeah, it's it's not really a surprise there. But regardless, it sold a lovely thirteen thousand eight hundred forty-three points. And going on up, it is Interstate forty-six by Mono Eyes. So. I listened to the song, and I thought I was in high school. <laughs> because literally, this is pop punk. Yes, yes it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, It's really good. I, so, I, I loved it. What is very, very interesting, so they have the English version on on their YouTube channel. So go ahead, listen to that. It's amazing. What What's interesting about this is, is the lovely vocalist from The Hiatus. This is his... Uh, support band so to speak when he isn't part of the hiatus so i'm very interested to see where this goes and you know the for a support band already being signed by universal is such a major thing already oh yeah yeah most definitely they're they're definitely the most interesting thing on the chart this week especially as far as like sound goes because no there's no other group that we're going to talk about that really has the sound that the song produced and I really, really liked it. I felt it had like a good hook to it, had great melody to it and the vocals are fantastic. So definitely worth checking out. I've never heard of the mono eyes. So definitely really, really good first impression, like solid first impression. And I can't wait to see more from them. Like I, it's already available on Apple Music. Go go download it, grab it. I've got mine, and I'm going to be jamming out to it a little later. But yeah, Interstate 46 sold a lovely 15,523 points. And going on up, it is Pretenders by Official Higidandism. Not surprised. Not much to say about this. It's on the. It's gonna gonna be on the Kohaku. I will... Yep. I will eat a sock if it does not show on the Kohaku. I will live stream that me eating a sock. <laughs> Regardless, it sold a lovely 20,457 points. And going on up is the group that I just get very, very confused on every single time I watch them. It is Sunny by Fudan, Fudan Shoku. I know exactly and, what you mean by confused because I was confused until I heard them sing and I'm like, oh, they're not cute boys. No, they're very attractive girls that I very get confused on 
and I, I don't know. They look like twins. Oh. Mm. These, these, these are girls? Yeah, we yeah. talked about this last time they appeared on it. They are cross-dressing girls. The whole act is that in their music videos, they act like guys. They act like guys in the music videos, but yeah. they're actually girls. Yep. <laughs> I, I, I thought they were dudes. Like, I, I didn't hear... They oh like man, girls. you what the world? <laughs> I wasn't paying that much attention. I was paying to, attention to like the melody and, and and the music. I wasn't really paying attention to like their voices. Like yeah, I, I heard Japanese. It was a little bit higher pitched than you in regular uh, Japanese band, but it wasn't. It wasn't like oh yeah, these are definitely girls. Like you know, it's not like tuning in is like oh yeah, no, the, the little, little glee monsters definitely women. I didn't get that impression. Like they were mellow enough to pass, in my opinion, and they all look like dudes. Really, really dudes. And I'm like, oh, Mom. song's good though. Song's good. It's catchy. I actually liked the song a lot, and I thought their vocals were very, very good. They were pretty strong and solid. Oh yeah, they fooled me. They fooled me. I, I thought they were all dudes. Good job, girls. Good job. <laughs> You know, we we had this conversation the last time they were on here too, where you're well, like, that, "That's that's <laughs> true," but I, I can't remember every group we talk about. Like that, like that's hard. Now, once I see them for like the sixth time, that that'll be a different story. But I had completely <laughs> forgotten about the last time they were on here, and there's several, there's two or three androgynous groups that we talk about, so it's hard to keep them all straight. Nah, this is the one that's specifically the idol. There's they they there, there's the rock one. I specifically remember that. When I see them, yeah. I'll know. But yeah, there's the, I remember them because they have the the kanji for man in 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 their name too. So I was like, oh, that's really weird. <laughs> uh, yeah, and and I see the kanji for man. It's the, it's the middle one. It's the second yep, one. Yep, yeah. yep. Regardless, Sunny is probably if it is my best track. I I really like this track. It's my best song of the week. I recommend. Surprising, that. I'm, I'm surprised. Mine was Interstate. Well, we have with. Well, we know your style too, so you that's really like too. that. You really like that punk, uh, punk style, so. Yeah, that's true too. Yep. So, regardless, Sunny sold a lovely twenty-four thousand one hundred and nine points, and going on up, it is Turning Up by Adashi. A full week on the charts, digital only still, and making its way up. So if you don't know the story, last week, Gray, this song debuted one day on the chart and was number 10. <laughs> nice. Nice. So, now a full week up, it's still number four. It's released only digitally. Their first digital track. I, I, I said, you know, the words spoiled. coming out of my mouth just seems very strange for Arashi. I still can't <laughs> believe it. It is still a great track. I want to hear your opinions about this. Yeah, you're gonna to have to get used to the new normal there, bud. But this is an interesting track. I will say I liked Brave a little bit more than I did Turning Up. But Turning Up in and of itself is a solid track number. Definitely a fun dance number that you can get up and just kind of shake your little behind to. So it's definitely a really solid track. I did enjoy it. And yeah, I, I, now is this their last single? Is this it? Is this the last hoorah? Nope. Okay. Because I'm pretty sure they're going to sing another single for the Olympics. But oh, yeah. this, yeah, that's true. Th the, the reason why they're doing this is amazing. It's because I know for a fact they are going to be on the op opening ceremonies. 
and the first thing everyone's gonna do as soon as the um, opening ceremonies are done they're gonna look up who the hell these artists are <laughs> that's very true too and, and if johnny kept the way that they were doing then no one would be able to look up arashi that's exactly. the whole push of why they've been doing a lot of sns they open the floodgates to that they open the floodgates for youtube facebook twitter their facebook and twitter posts are simultaneously in english and japanese and other yes. and other languages to say the least this is the way that they are keeping relevancy when they're gone too in their hiatus yeah well i i just hope more groups follow arashi i i hopefully it's it's not like gonna pro- it's the- probably not gonna be all groups, but I know for a fact Johnny's is pushing this because they're probably a shoe in for the opening ceremony. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. I I would be stupefied if they didn't make an appearance at the opening ceremony. So yeah, definitely definitely there. And they could do the turning up there. I think that would be a solid pick song. Yes, it would be. It would be. Regardless yeah, it's, it's good. Turning up, sold a lovely 36,546 points. And going oh. on up. Okay, next up, it is Era by Milk, which is coming in at number three. Yes. So, this was all right. And I got to be brutally honest with this, mostly because I did like their older work. The The fact is that they brought in the second generation did not help them. Uh, ever since they started the second generation has not helped them at all. <laughs> In my opinion. I like this better than their last song, because I didn't like their last couple ones at all, but I like this way better than the other ones I heard by them. It's it's a solid track, nonetheless, but it's probably their best song from their new 2.0 regeneration stuff. Yes, I do agree with that. Yeah, a lot of their older stuff really is really good to me. I I loved it. (laughs) Yeah, no, no, I know that. I know that. Uh, I I loved it. I they're they're Johnny's light and the, I I honestly this is so era is a celebration of them being together five years, and I I think like they're a discount color creation. That, that's kind of how I see them, and there's nothing wrong with even that. though Mel <laughs> came out first before color creation. <laughs> I'm just saying like like I think they're good. I don't think they're as good as like color creation or. A lot of like the Johnny stuff that we talk about, but I do think that they're a solid group with solid vocals, and they do tend to have like solid harmonies and melodies, mm. and and I typically do like them, even if they are fairly generic as far as like pop goes. I I, I think they're pretty solid. Yeah, and like I said, this is probably their best track from their 2.0 recalibration, and it shows off what they have, but it still doesn't beat their older stuff in my personal opinion and this is we i don't i'm not necessarily a fan of them but just listening over the year and a half we've been doing this their older stuff that they first started out with was really really great and arrow was very very close to that but regardless it sold a lovely forty six thousand nine hundred and thirty three points and going on up it is can people and rhythm by bish so, I'm going to be brutally honest. Once again, Rhythm is a much more, it's a better song in my opinion. It's probably one of their best songs because they do something that 
is not really Bish, but plays to the strengths of what Bish is, which is their vocals. Yeah, and they do. That's have str- what I really liked. Yeah, they do like they do have strong vocals and rhythm, but I think I don't know. Like Kind People is basically Bish comfort food. And I, I tend to like that one just a little bit more because that, you know, you like an artist for a particular style and kind people's really in that mold. Like it is a standard bitch song, but it is a, but the thing is then it comes, it comes stale after a while. And that's what, you know, we want these people to evolve and have that. I know they have that certain sound and that's good to have, which is why they probably put it as a double A side. But oh yeah, most definitely. I I want them to be like, okay, we have this established road. Let's try something that is a little bit out of our comfort zone, but still playing home to what we have, our our true powers. Now, if this was BIS, it would be all over the hell. It would be like try, a yeah. madman trying to drive the car. And I understand that. All of their this, songs are like a madman driving a car. Like so, that's so yeah, no, no, no. Regardless, this is just, okay, we're going to shift over to this lane, but we're we're going to still have our power strings to what this has. And yeah. that's what I would want them to do. Because if they just keep on going back to the the stuff that makes them bish... I mean, that's fine for the fans, but for someone that wants to see the genre grow, they're going to end up being like AKB, where yeah. they only do stuff that is their style. And, and, and I, I do want to say real yeah. quick, even though I prefer kind people, I 100% agree with you. I do think like it's important for them to branch out, evolve, and, and do different things. And that's why I really like the way that they did this. Yeah, having yeah. a a standard song that is them and then doing something that's a little different because yeah, rhythm's a power battle both, and it's really and good. having both available internationally that's how you get people that's how you yeah. get people it's very yeah. very smart for them you know like i said if this was just kind people i would kind of have a problem with this just just a little bit on the mark of well this is their lane and they stick to it i want them to go over and with Rhythm, that's the kind of stuff I want. Even if they if they only do it for one song. If they only do it for one song, that's fine. But the fact that it's a double A side and it has its own dedicated music video, that yep. shows that they put the production into this. And that's what I want. I don't need them to... Because like when we had that talk about AKB, you could pick a song eight years ago. I don't want to do that with Bish and Biss, and all this other stuff, all these old idol groups that you pick a song from eight years ago and it sounds exactly what they can do today. <laughs> no growth at all. No growth yeah. at all. Yeah, no, you're you're right. You're right. I still like my comfort food, though. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, yes. So, I... so, Luna, yeah, go go right ahead. It's been go just right me, and, to... me and Gray going back and forth here, but go right ahead, so, Luna. I didn't care for kind people. I'm just going to say it. But then again, there's one vocalist in Bish that I cannot stand. I find her voice extremely annoying. And I don't know which vocalist it is. I don't well, know her name. But one of them really irks my ears. And I don't like her vocals. So I think that's why I didn't like Kind People. Because I did hear a lot. I, however, did enjoy Rhythm or Rizamu. I thought that was actually a decent song. And it was tolerable. I guess they're just not my 
you know, my thing, to be honest. But I thought mm -hmm. Rizumu was actually a good jump for me because I heard kind people and I'm like, I don't really like this. But then I heard Rizumu, I'm like, oh, I actually like this. I don't like whatever vocalist that is saying, one of the vocalists singing, but her voice is more tolerable in this than in kind people. So And that will do it. Huh? <laughs> and yep. that will do it. Yep. Yep. <laughs> you know, it's it's all right. And, you know, when we get into Id idols is a very, very touchy subject yep. for me because this, the growth, then this can go for the male idols too. That's why I don't mind Fukudanchi, whatever they're doing, because they are doing something that is all in ordinary. And th that appeal will last for so long. So they, they need to do something else eventually, but as of right now. But yeah, like with Bish. They've been along for how many years, and I want them to explore a little bit more. This is why I love the Rizm so much. It's so good. So good. Mm. Eat that up. Regardless, it sold a lovely 67,318 points. And going on up, it's... Oh, boy. NMB48 with Hatsukoi Shijogyo by NMB48. Once again... I actually liked it, um, and I'm yeah, usually this... the one who doesn't like a lot of the idol ones, but I mm. thought this one was actually really good. Something about the composition with this particular song was really good. I can't lay my finger on it, but something about the composition for this particular track was really, really good. And it is probably a close second, second or third. This is tied with the Interstate 46, so... But this is specifically going on the, the composition of the track itself, not so much the vocals. Oh, yeah. I, I think it was the composition that really made me enjoy it. And it felt something a little out of the ordinary from NMB as well to me. Which which I don't mind because I, they yeah, kind of do. Yeah, they, they've been kind of doing this with NMB for, for some strange reason. It's only NMB that they've been kind of just like, well... Let's try something just a little off from what we usually do, and I don't mind that. It might not work with their style, but at least they tried kind of thing. And they've been doing that ever since they rebooted after uh, Cyan left, so I don't mind that. So, what about you, Gray? How'd you think of the song? I'm going to be 100% honest. I vaguely remember liking this song, but I couldn't tell you a stinking thing about it. Because <laughs> you just like all the idol stuff. All the, all, uh, yeah, all the... I, I remember having like a lovely melody and stuff like that, but I, I don't know. For me, it, I, I definitely need to re listen to it, but I, right now I couldn't tell you anything about so it. It wasn't I, memorable. I, so there we, we do have that at least, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. yes. It, it, so, you know, that also. Comes into cards of what the 48 system is at this point, where it's just literally, it's like, I'm, I'm gonna offend my own people here. It's like Chinese food, where you eat it, it's alright, but it's not gonna stay in your system, right? <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah. Like, and, like I said, like, I remember liking the song, like, I thought it was a good song, but man, I, sitting here, l listening to you guys talk about it, and like, I can hear in my head every other song that we've talked about, and I'm like, I do not remember a thing about that NMB48 song. I just don't. Like, I don't remember anything about it. It, it. It's a song. You know, it sold amazingly well per the 48 system. But, yeah, it's 
It's all right. The composition is pretty much what makes it kind of more rememberable. It sold a bombastic 167,815 points. And quickly, let's kind of see the albums here because I knew we were kind of excited for the album side. Let's move that over real fast. And number 10, once again, is Kamenachia by Wani Ma. Yes. I downloaded this. I haven't had a chance to listen to it yet, so... Fingers crossed I have the opportunity sometime in the next week or two. Actually, yeah, it'll probably man. post uh, our big episode, and then I'll have a chance to listen to it. <laughs> and the lovely soundtrack for the best album for the anime, Kekon Yujo ga Yuki ga De Aru, is also on there. I believe it's probably all the Seiyu stuff on there, too. Uh, it looks all right. The Ride by Rampage from Exile yes. Drive. Um, it's on there also. Super M, first mini album by Super M. It's another Korean stuff. I guess this is their first mini album, so their debut into the Korean and, I guess, Japan system. Um, I'm waiting for it to be around February when they announce they'll be going to Japan <laughs> for this. Yep. Probably much so. Key Talk, Don't Stop the Music is also yes. at number six. You know, I hear Kitak. I hear the track "Don't Stop" in the music, and I just think the Eurobeat song. Well, but going on up, number five is "Parade" by Hey Say Jump. That is good. I am very, very excited. I'm waiting for my copy slowly. Going ooh, on up, it, it is "Tattoo" by the Boys. I have no idea what this is. <laughs> News to me. It is a Korean group. So cool beans. They seem like super juniors. Okay, and Ats Osanaka, Dream and Night. It looks like the husbando with weapons in person there. So, yep. Man, we're not over with the husbandos as we go up to number one there. And it is number <laughs> two with Traveler by Official Higedantism going up and down for the entire month. So, it's been on here for an entire month. Yeah, so, that's it's good. Still doing good. Yep. So I was excited. 12 is Love Appears by Yumi, the 20th anniversary edition. I mean, for being a 20th Ooh. anniversary edition, it's actually yeah. doing pretty good. And Millet is number 16 for Drown good, good, and good. You and I, which is yes, yes, sold yes, yes. about 4,500 copies. It's just really good for her, and I'm happy. I'm extremely yeah. ecstatic for her. You know, For something that is only, four songs. only her. Th yeah, four songs. Yeah. Four songs, and it's her fourth EP. That's amazing. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So I'm glad to see, you know, a lot of these on here. And it's always great to, you know, we don't always talk. We talk about the top 10, but I wanted to see what else is on there, you know, that came out that we were all excited about. Oh, yeah. And Mflow but, Kyo made 27. I was hoping it'd do a little better, but it still yeah. sold about 3,200, which is still pretty no, good. No, no, it, it's nothing to, to, to sneeze at. 3,200 3, is an amazing number regardless. Mm -hmm. And they were up a lot of, against a lot of big things as well big albums that day yeah so but yeah what took number one it is the lovely husbando utano prince sama solo best album i guess it's this particular artist or husbando i have no clue i don't watch the utano Prez prince sama it seems like that they only attribute to one seiyuu so i assume that it's pretty much his character album so that would be my guess too Regardless, it sold 30,000. 30, oh, boy. CD only. But, yeah. With that, I kind of want to announce something. And this is something that is near and dear to my heart. 
and I guess the lovely extension of this 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 lovely thing that we do here at Ongaku.du is that Potosaurus is getting a revival. By the time this comes out, it's not like anyone from Potosaurus listens to this anyway. But, <laughs> <laughs> but I'm going to spill the beans on that. And um, it'll be me, Kyo and Timber again, our lovely two attributors. And I am I can't wait. I'll be looking to talk about games once again. It's been a while. All too much. Nice. But, I'm looking forward to hearing you guys get back up and talk. I listen to every episode. I'm your number one fan. Remember that. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I I will. How I just don't talk at all. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're I, a little quiet. Unless I, I, Timber's not there, and then you talk a lot. I talk a lot when it's just me and Kill, but when those two get at it with their gush darn Resident Evil stuff, I can't contribute to any of it. <laughs> yep. But regardless, you can check out our two affiliates, Kuryu Hunter. He is a Twitch streamer who is doing all the horror games, all the spooky games. But yeah, you can check him out at twitch.tv slash Hunter K-Y-O-R-Y-U-H-U-N-T-E-R. And you can also find him on Twitter at KokusaiKoryu, K-O-K-U-S-A-I-K-Y-O-R-Y-U. You can also find our other affiliate, TimberTaff. He is a Twitch streamer in his own right. And you can find him on twitch.tv slash TimberTaff, T-I-M-B-E-R-T-A-F-T. You can find us, the site, at ongakudu.com. You can also find us on the YouTubes where you can like, rate, subscribe, pound that lovely thing, tell us how we're doing, all, all, all the lovely stuff. And you can also find us on our Twitter and Instagram at ongakudu. You can find Renford at D. You can find me at otycan1. And where can we find you, Greg? You can find me at Ongakugru, where I'll be tweeting about what I'm listening to. And I downloaded a lot today, so you, there's a lot to tweet about. And you, Luna? You can find me on Twitter, my anime list, and Letterboxd at LunaMaria87. You can find me on Instagram at NerdyCollectorLuna. And once again, I want to say thank you very much for listening to this week's episode of Ongakudu. You know, let us know how we're doing. Please. If you want have Luna just make a lead of the site and uh, take the charge, let us know. Oh, it'll have uh, ramifications of how we do the show, and we want to make the show better for you guys. So just let us know. You guys take care, and have a wonderful day. Aloha. I hope everyone has a wonderful rest of the week. Please let us know how we're, do- how we're doing, like Ken said. And I promise I will get back to Instagram very, very shortly, so stay tuned. This is Luna. Have a great weekend. Jamatane. And this is Gray. I don't know if I'll be on next week, so I want to go ahead and wish everybody out there a happy Thanksgiving and best of holidays. Have a good one. Bye.